This podcast is recorded on the lands of the Boonarung and Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation, and we pay our respects to elders past, present, and emerging. Always was and always will be Aboriginal land. Beware, traveller. You enter this den of horror at your own risk. Beyond these mists lie the lands of Barovia, the domain of the vampire, Strad von Zarevich. If you dare to go further, death is not a certainty, but you are certain to suffer. The mist swirls around you, consuming your field of vision as you move forward and into the valley of Barovia. The castle Ravenloft stands astride the valley, dark and brooding as it watches the river flowing below. Your view sweeps forward, the small, sad village of Barovia cowering in the shadow of the castle and disappearing below you. You swing past the gothic spires of the fortress tower and down to the winding road that heads deeper into the valley. The road wends its way deeper, whistling past a lonely windmill on a sheer hill. The wind picks up and stirs the leaves around the base of the windmill, up and up and into a pattern in the air. A pattern that spells out DPR, Curse of Strahd. Nice one, Grego. Using the leaves, not ash this time. Uh, oh, no, I still love it, up. but yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Not as much but roiling today, was there? No, no, no eddies. No eddying. That's the oh, one. Oh, oh, roiling. roiling. There you go. Roiling. That's I'm going to write that down. That's a free... <laughs> <laughs> quivering. Member. Write it down. Quivering. Write it down. Quivering member. Yeah. Got it. Got to put it Roiling, quiver, quivering member. Uh, <laughs> oh, what? Are we making suggestions for your future intro? Patreon? Or? Yeah. <laughs> but it's yeah. supposed I thought to you be were creepy. spitballing future children's names. <laughs> roiling quivering member. Oh, Everybody meet my daughter, roiling quivering member. Hello. <laughs> She's very oh. confident. Oh. <laughs> I, you would be too if your name was roiling quivering member. There's only two oh. ways it can go. <laughs> roiling or quivering. <laughs> too much? Hey, welcome to uh, DPR Does Curse of Strahd. This is the game where we are in the horror setting, where we try and battle the vampire Strad von Zarevich. But you knew that already because this is episode 11. Yes, I got it right. Fuck yeah. <laughs> uh, I play Giacomo Cloghart, the owner, operator, and manager of Cloghart's Pies. He's an octogenarian, 
he's a half elf and he wears decorative Captain Clogheart attire, including shoulder pauldrons with little tassels on them. Uh, oh, and my name is Emil Freund as well. So thanks for joining us and welcome. He's 80. Oh, yeah. He's an old wow. half elf. Yeah. He's a, yeah. He's a bit, he is quivering. Um, <laughs> Definitely <laughs> trembling. <laughs> Royally? Liver spots. Not quite, Roy- not yet, but uh, who knows, maybe before the campaign is out. Roiling in the deep. I didn't realise he was that old. Uh, did half-elves age the same? I don't know. Look it up. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> we can cover it in that in Jack I and Lauren's uh, D&D for Dummies section. <laughs> uh, <yeah. laughs> hey, what's the life expectancy of your average half-elf? <laughs> we oh, do take depends, questions. Lauren. Do we answer them? <laughs> Your answer's as good as mine because I have no idea. Just it's just the frantic just... flipping of pages and tapping yeah. of keyboards. Well, yeah. swiping along iPads because we've got all the books in digital fashion, which is yes. so handy. I love uh, it. yeah. They live much longer than humans, often exceeding 180 years, which Bingo! I just looked up on the digital version. Thank, Thank you. Craig. <laughs> all right. So he's okay. he, he all right. He's 80, but he looks a solid 140. It's all those pies clogging up his heart Uh, It's the makeup, it's part of the appeal People think he's more harmless Mm. if he's older age Mm. True Mm. Yeah, Yeah. More wise Yeah, that's it You'd trust a man who's baked pies for 140 years, wouldn't you? Wouldn't you? I'm, I'm actually asking. Would you? I mean, no, I, this is a focus group. I'm trying to get not. the messaging for the next Cloghearts campaign. Wait, the man's so been doing far. it for 140 years. Yeah, Cloghearts. The pies have individually baked for 140 years. Well, both are options. We have. Okay. Yeah, we've got them both on the table. Trying to one, I trust. The other one, I don't. Hi, I'm Jack, and I'm playing Curly, the crab person monk. Currently, he is feeling the worst for wear. Um, because of some weird mumbo jumbo magic stuff, probably bad dreams, right? Yes, it is the bad dreams that do me so bad at night. Oh, went a bit Italian there. (laughs) Um, yeah. My name's Lauren Barker and I play Epomia Phosphine, otherwise known as Mo. She's a rogue assassin. She's doing quite well, actually. She's uh, pretty healthy. She's been healed a bunch and uh, seems to be quite fortuitous. Uh, She's also seen Strahd twice now. Um, And she is kind of dressed in a bunch of sort of piratey kind of stuff. And she's got a very special hat which is like a bowler hat with a steampunk style with a couple of cat ears on it because she's quite jaunty. That's who I play on this uh, Dungeons and Dragons podcast. So you've seen Strahd twice. I have, yeah. And, and mm-hmm. you're still doing very well. Yes. Weird. Interesting. Two totally unrelated oh. facts. Weird okay. that they would go together like that. Weird. Mm, I'm, just, I know, I'm just lucky, I guess. Am I lucky? Am I special? Yeah, am I sure. chosen? I think all rogues have a bit of luck. Why else? You know, that's that's part of the part of the shtick, isn't it? I think so. Yeah, you wouldn't go into Just roguery if you didn't, you know, want to trust your gut a bit and go with your impulse and rely on make a bit some of shady deals. You know? Yeah, that's true. Yeah, my my luck is roiling. Let's put it that way. <laughs> uh, mine's trembling. So good. <laughs> good times. My name's Ben. I play Ragyog, the goblin cleric of Lathander, one of many, 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 many clerics that Lathander has, and Ragyog is not happy 
to be one of them, but enjoying the power that comes along with it. So things aren't so bad, you know. Uh, indeterminate age, hard to tell, um, missing the sunlight in this dreary and drab land of eddying mists and roiling members and um the royal and, member and actually starting <laughs> to maybe be a little bit worried about uh their companions uh, not sleeping so well and starting to look like shit uh, it means that ragog might actually have to step up with some clericking can i ask a question about lathander you sure can i hope i know the answer what kind of god is lathander i know it's a morning lord Morning Lord, but I just want a little bit more information. Uh, and also, Richie, why is why is uh, why is your character why is uh, uh, Ragyog not into being a cleric of of uh, Lathander? Uh, well, so uh, Lathander is a god of rebirth and hope and rejuvenation, um, and hence all about sunlight and. But Ragyog has hay fever. <laughs> <laughs> Ragog um, didn't. He does come. sound like he has. He does, yeah. yeah, totally all year round. He's got a stuffy um, nose. <laughs> it's the only reason they started following Lathander because it said they um, he had good good medication. Mm. Haven't seen it so far. <laughs> and it's on his list: of, antihistamines, healing. Yeah. <laughs> it's a level nine spell, so I've just got to get to it. <laughs> Uh, and then it's like, um, Scientology, it, it's a pyramid scheme. Yeah, yeah totally. <laughs> um, it's an inverted cone. In terms of why Ragyog's not happy about it, um, I guess in, in the Too Long Didn't Read because um, it wasn't his calling to become a cleric. He was more forced into it when he lost the ghost tours um, and his whole livelihood because clerics of Lathander came and turned all of the undead. Um and and Ragyog somehow ended up in his employ. But he's still trying to hustle his um, undead tour, ghost tour kind of uh, business, isn't he? Deep down, would very much like to. Right but, um, yeah, it's a very rich and detailed backstory. <laughs> <laughs> and that's all uh, we need to know. Yeah. It may not matter by the end of the next couple of eps. I don't owe you anything. Well, I'm trying to build up a bit of character story for each of us so that when one of us inevitably dies during this game, it hurts that lot more for the audience. <laughs> That's true. Thanks for the yes, We, ha- we haven't done that in it. 10 eps. Well. And I'm Dan. I've <laughs> died already once. Um, I am playing my second character, Hans von Suchensuch, the half-brother of Bertrand von Suchensuch. Uh, he's a half-orc. Uh, leather daddy loves his leather buckles and belts and big hats and uh, leather capes, uh, big, uh, like, knee-high leather boots with all the laces, loves it. Um, and uh, currently uh, also feeling the effects of these uh, bad dreams and uh, starting to wig out a little bit and starting to, you know, just see shit and um, currently uh, feeding a little squirrel. That uh, no one else can see, just from uh, the little bits of lint in his pockets. But uh, he thinks that it's uh, little breadcrumbs. And he, yeah. Jesus, Hans took a fucking turn for the worse, didn't well, yeah, he? Yeah, well, he, he almost died as well. Just you know, he got blown up by that um, morning kind morning morning kind of bookie wookie. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so God, you know, we're funny. He's, okay, he's, sorry, continue. I know <laughs> high level. Um, Haven't even so, started yeah, the game yet, my God. Oh God, he's, he's having a Classic. hard time. 
Okay, and uh, my name's Greg Pickering. I'm the Dungeon Master for Curse of Strahd, and I will be setting this horrific scene and just generally dragging the tone down. Um, so <laughs> let's, uh, what happened last episode? Do we remember? That is a good um, question. It, we, a good it was question. very bleak. There was a child that was taken to a windmill. Yeah. That... It was Discord sown amongst the party. And not the kind of Discord you can get access to if you join us on Patreon.com. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that was the best one! Yeah, you got, you got, that, you got it written down somewhere. You're like, I know what I'm gonna do this week. Uh, well, I, just hear, I just hear key words in my head, and I just go off. And mm. here's, here's that advert. Good. <laughs> no, we are we are united. We've just been through a bunch of shit, and mm. we were going back off to keep taking Irina where she needed to go. And yeah. we passed a cart that had a child on it that was also significant. Oh, the there was a doll. The, mm-hmm. the same, the, yes, the same, the same doll that that yes. Curly has. The Curly has that was given to him by the old lady, the pie lady, back in the first village. We were when, at. when you all ate people, yeah. No, 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 it wasn't the pie no, lady. The it pie was lady. the crying lady. Oh, it wasn't lady. the pie lady. The crying lady. Oh, the crying lady. one. Yeah. You remember? You remember that cry? I yeah. wish I had it in the sound effects <laughs> reel. <laughs> but um, then DPR, the... now with more than eight sound effects. <laughs> <laughs> but it was the pie lady that do, was at the windmill, right? <laughs> yeah, the pie lady was at the windmill. Uh, and that's there where was I got a from. crow that, like, yeah, gave us crow. a warning not to go to the yeah. mill. But yes. we saw like some kind of like I don't know, child selling <gasps> ring or something. Child's hand fell yeah. into through the crack. It's like a there was like a cage up at uh, up on mm. the side of the windmill um, up. So there's like a little balcony at the top um, yeah. uh, near the the domed roof, and there's some uh, wooden cages up there. And Hans saw a child's hand reach out. I say, Ragyog, you didn't set this up, did you, old boy? This looks like one of yours. But our churches, no, they're much more welcoming than than, than this one. And why did we listen to that crow to not come in here? So this is this is the lovely, lonely mill from the, the lady's card reading. It's got That's to right. be. Lovely, lovely, lovely. Yeah, I heard lovely. This doesn't feel lovely at all. But it feels like, like a haunted children. house. Children yeah. in cages. You I don't feel like the children. Lovely. Look, it's a joke from last episode that you made, Clogheart, you forgetful old 140-year-old looking half-elf. Cop that for a sick oh, no. bird. Ragyog <laughs> walks off and spits on the ground and eats a bug. Oh, he knows how to cut to the quick, that one, doesn't he? <laughs> Oh, Ragyog, here, look at my squirrel. And um, you what? Hans goes uh, chasing after Ragyog. Look at my squirrel, it's so cool. What is a squirrel? I didn't see a damn squirrel. Them things that what that old crone told us about. Isn't there something supposed to, isn't there treasure in that there mill thing? Yes, I do I mean, I'm I'm a little bit for treasure if you don't, if if you get what I mean. I mean, it's the whole roguing business trade treasure. Can we go where the sparkly things are, please? I look. And I, maybe also to make sure those the, that little girl's okay. I mean, the, I got a very ominous feeling from that cart going down there. Should, should we go and we should check it out? Allow me to use my photographic memory to recall the prophecy. Oh, that'd be great. Of right. power and strength. 
a weapon of vengeance of sword and sunlight. The charlatan. A lovely mill on a precipice. The treasure lies within. Slowly. Oh, well, it sounds like there is treasure inside this uh, mill. So I think maybe we should go in, even no. though the crow said we should not. I don't think so. The crow said we shouldn't go in. It looks super dangerous. I was burnt. I'm not feeling so flash. I think we should just stay where we are. Everybody. So many conflicting ideas. Everybody knows crows are liars. Wait, what's, what's wrong with you, Hans? You, I mean, you do what's look like. What's wrong with you? You do look Little like man. shit. No offense. So do you, Curly. And you, Jacobo. You look shit. Look at you. Yes, but I always look like shit. I look like shit before Blow I came into nose. these hands. Jesus, you've had that shit hanging from your nose for the last half an hour. Just blow I mean, it for already. You could have you could have told me. I, I thought that was part of your face. Sorry. The um the the sun is high in the sky, but it's still shrouded in cloud and um the light is dimmed, but it it's it's nearing midday and the wind stirs around you and the the, uh, the broken windmill uh, creaks a little as it begins to turn. Um, and you're quite a way away from the mill uh, where you are. It, um, you're on, you're, you're on a, a level uh, height-wise with the mill, but the road ahead of you sort of dips down, uh, goes downhill and then curves around the bottom of the... Um, the hill that the, the mill sits on top of. Uh, and it's you can see even uh, in this middle of the day, uh, the light is dim enough that you can see the glow of that oven um, coming from around the door of the mill. And when you look at it, it feels almost as if you can feel the heat um, all this way away. Bugger this, I need a shit and a probiotic. I'm going in. He opens the door. Wait, wait, before we get to it, I think I'd like and to... And he opens the door. Maybe. Uh, bye, Giacomo. So Giacomo just strides off down the hill because you, you're, you're a ways away from the oh, mill from the at mill? the moment. Well, he yeah, says, yeah, he says so that and he makes his way directly to the he mill. He just, just keeps <laughs> saying, open the door. <laughs> open that as he walks down the hill. Hans but yeah, strides to, off. to uh, grapple uh, Giacomo and is emphatically saying, no, don't go in there. Don't go in there. Beepa. I won't I be manhandled. And he uh, makes a grapple check. I've, uh, I've rolled a, let me see, uh, that's a 10 for, for old Giacomo. Yeah, that's a 19 on my die. I won't be manhandled, damn it. Don't you know I know kung fu, for God's sake. No, the crow said, you must listen to the crow. You can't listen to, you can't go in there. I put crows in pies, damn it. But of course, Giacomo was wrong. He would be manhandled. <laughs> and he was. That's great. So Hans manhandles you to the, the ground yep. um, beside the road. Um, and as you two are uh, wrestling in the mud on the side of the um, road, like just slapping at each other and like rolling on top of each other, the cart... Um, with the two villagers from the village of Barovia comes back up the hill pulled by a, a skinny nag and all bones and and uh, fur and as it um, rolls up the horse seems to be heading its own way it's it's making its own way because the the two the couple 
um, sit on the bench, uh, their heads lolling from side to side, their eyes rolled back in their heads um, as their eyes flutter uh, and they seem to be undergoing some sort of uh, vision or trance um, and clutched between them is the bag uh, that was given to them. Help! This man has no right to lay his arms on me and restrain Shut me! Shut up, you stupid man! Help! Mo's going to notice that they seem to be completely otherwise occupied and she's going to try and sneak up and grab that bag oh, that they've got between yeah. them. Yeah, great. So... Give me a, <laughs> a slide of it. Sorry, Greg, what was that? Uh, can you give me a sleight of hand check, please? Yeah. Amaya? It's an eight. <laughs> Jumping onto a moving wagon. I do. <laughs> I actually just kind of like shuffle along to the side of it, and then as I can sort of see in between the two spokes, I just duck underneath and start to cling to the underside of the carriage as it falls along. <laughs> And I sort of That's incredibly complex for an eight. Okay. Fantastic. So, <laughs> you, eight sleight of hand as well, not even athletics. Not even, not even. Or just, stealth. Hey, look over there. And you jump under the wagon. Can I do a stealth? No. Uh, yeah, you can do a stealth. Um, probably better like uh, an athletics uh, to get up under the wagon first. Oh, athletics get under the wagon? Yeah. Fucking three? Amazing. Oh and so you dive under the wagon. Uh, yeah, I do. And I got my little hands out and I'm fully, I'm fully like grappling at the, at the old wood, uh, but the wood is completely rotten and starts to flake away in my fingers. All right, come on then, Woody. Hold on. This is what, you, this is what you've worked your whole life for, mate. Come on. And it just sort of falls away from her fingers and her toes. She can't get a grip anywhere. It's just sort of and the, the wagon just rolls on and you're left on your back I'm with your hands and feet hands in the air like just like clawing. And now my hands are completely covered in, in splinters. It was a good idea. Can someone else? Tr- I mean, what's in that bag? What, what, what are those people doing? How, how big's the bag? Greg's uh, getting it smaller is and smaller. Medium-sized bag. <laughs> it's a, it is a uh, keep bag, a, a reusable Hessian sack of As environmental a, make and use rather than a plastic one. One use throwaway head sacks. <laughs> yeah. 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 Are there yeah. any graves around? Any raves? Graves. Uh, not that you can see. Uh-huh. I was going to do a bit. Um, <laughs> what there shame. is one. Oh, you spot one, <laughs> no. Curly. Okay. It's, it's the oh, grave it's of the ancient the lovely millkeeper. <laughs> It's um, the grave of that joke. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry that I trampled on. Dead, dead before it ever got a chance to really live. Yeah. It is um, six feet under. Uh, Ragyog, did you say you thought I looked bad? I mean, it's hard to tell given that uh, you're a, a crustacean, but you certainly look uh, less full of vitality over the last couple of nights than, than you have in the past. Why? How do you feel? That would be in accordance with my experience of life. Uh-huh. I do feel how you say shit. Plus, you keep falling over. Shut up! <laughs> As I keep on banging you into the ground. <laughs> well, look, crab man. We're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna need those, cl- we're gonna need those claws of yours, my friend, if we're going to um, confront whatever's in that lovely. Mill, lonely mill, and uh, look, I can protect you somewhat. Uh, what what do you say? 
I think we should go. That sounds quite good. Uh, I think uh, I think I will need it. All right. I'm going to cast Shield of Faith um, when we're closer to the door because it only okay. lasts for 10 minutes. Okay. Come um, on, you two. Get up. There's shit to be done. If, if you don't let me up, I will have your balls for burgers. And I make an intimidation check. And I roll a natural one. <laughs> oh, we stuck. Yeah, see, not, not. I knee you in the nuts. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, Ragyog, can you? Uh, so you're taking a fair interest in Curly's um, health at the moment, um, and you cast that detect magic. Can you give me? Uh, can you give me an arc- arcane check? Arcana? Sure. All right, here we go. Ooh, that is uh, 12. Um, okay, so, you you know, you're worried about his health and you're, you're thinking, but you, you're just reminded of the... Um, the tendrils of necromantic energy that seem to reach uh, out to whoever you detected magic on mm-hmm. um, and that it reached off into the distance and uh, it seemed to be heading the way that you're going now. To to the church? Can uh, I? It's a, the mill. Yeah, sorry, the mill, yeah. You didn't, you couldn't see from where you were, but it was in the general direction of where you are. Uh, well... Then I'll cast, Ragyog will cast Detect Magic once again. Boarding Lord, please allow me to see any of that fancy necromantic magic or other magic. That would be very nice. Thank you, Mr. Boarding Lord. Um, what's the Yours humbly, Ragyog. How far do you detect? That is a curious prayer. Uh, it's th- within 30 feet, Greg. Why does yeah, it okay, involve so... your pants so much? <laughs> <laughs> it's just a genuflection. Um, hot. All right, so... Uh, <laughs> um, so you genuflex your way into... Uh, you kneel your way into detecting magic. Sure. Um, Why not? Like Isn't that genuflexing? Genuflexing. Deep lunges. Yeah, Flexing, yeah. yeah. Those exercise yeah. people just doing deep lunges. And- just deep lunge. <laughs> All the a way deep holy lunge, it. just the way Jesus Genu- intended it. Yeah. <laughs> Genu- genuflexing is actually a hip thrust, though. <laughs> Genuflex, not yeah. a flect. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I do all of that <laughs> with a look of resignation on my face as I do it. You show uh. us your morning lord. <laughs> um, okay, so you can see the uh, faint aura of necromantic energy around um, Hans, Giacomo, and Curly, um, who I keep wanting to call Krabby, but Curly. Um, and uh, you can see that uh, that tether of necromantic energy reaches off uh, and it, it does uh, head off towards the mill. Well, you three, have you two stopped fighting yet? Get up. Yes. <laughs> Rakyog walks over and and puts his a hand on each of your heads and pushes you both away from each other. Just settle down. There's something going on with the three of you where there's necromantic I grapple energy. Rakyog. Oh, for, oh God. <laughs> I help. Natural <laughs> one. 
20. Uh, <laughs> Ragyong. Yeah. You do actually just, know kung fu. I twist yeah. your ears and go, listen here, you little shithead. Oh, 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 You're all oh, feeling oh. a bit unwell, right? You're all feeling a little less than healthy. Uh, there's something going on, some necromantic energy that's taking over the three of you and it's going towards that mill. Now, if you want to take care of it, we should go and fix it and find out what's going on and get the treasure. It's win-win-win for everybody. It's what I was trying to say, damn it. Yes, exactly. Uh, yep. So I'm ready. Listen Let me, to me. Go, such and such. Oh, oh, wait, so you say that there's necromantic energy coming from me to the mill. Yes. I'm going to roll a intelligence check, Arcana. Arcana, because yeah, yeah. I get advantage. Uh, your intelligence Arcana check measures your ability to recall lore about spells, magic items, eldritch symbols, magical traditions, the planes of existence, and the inhabitants of those planes. Oh, good. Uh, to, yes, to recall, please roll with advantage. Sorry, to recall information. information about fey, fiends, or undead. So, please roll with advantage. Yeah. <laughs> Someone it's get better than thing. what Ragyog got. Uh, so it was a six on one die, but a 19 plus five Ooh. is 24 to find um, out what this spell is. Yep. Great. Uh, to you, it sounds like uh, the uh, effect that you um, you get from uh, the touch of a night hag. Oh. Cool. What's this look? What's the look that's got across your face there, Hugs? You look like someone's walked across your grave. I think I think it has to do with uh, a hag of some description. A night hag. They're um, touched. They're different from normal hags in that they are, you know, with that uh, that knowledge that your character has that (laughs) I, of course, knew about all the time, (laughs) um, having read up on your character. it's uh, they're they're different from other hags in that they're fiends, um, oh. and they have the ability uh, to haunt victims, uh, where they um, twist the dreams of their victims through touch, and it uh, eventually drives them mad until um, they finally uh, commit an evil act and and die, and then their soul is taken by the night hag. And then their soul is taken by the night hag. What, Hans? How did you know all that? That is incredible. What a wealth of knowledge. I know. Behind with a dagger. And then he said, "Commit, uh, get them to do a, commit an evil act. He, he stops and just puts the dagger away. <laughs> ah, I see. It explains a lot. Now it's affecting me, Strappy and the Crab, you say? Well, I think so. I think so. But, so. Well, actually, I think so. <laughs> Just quietly. Sorry I mean, about that. <laughs> yes, okay. You, you take all the credit, Hans. <laughs> no, no, you, you, you changed you, your mind You got now. me going. You got me going, and then I just had to finish it off. But thank you for helping. No, it was no, really no. really great. You're welcome. I'm glad I could be of assistance. Maybe don't, as I don't push. prod the bear that is <laughs> about to commit an evil act. Ragnar. Well, I am very happy that you are 
here with us. She's kind of starting to sort of like show her palms to all three of them and just, you know, try and kowtow and make sure that, that, that she seems harmless and kind of starts to sort of get down like on, in a crouch to make herself appear a bit smaller. I still think we should all go to the mill and see if we can fix you. Do you want our help? Clogheart's got a laptop open with like uh, LimeWire open. He's about to download a movie and his finger drops towards the keyboard. He stops right at the right at the last moment, shuts his go, oh, almost again. <laughs> not Game of Thrones. You would not steal a car, would you? I wouldn't. I wouldn't steal a car. You're right. Then put the laptop down and let's all go to the mill. The temptation is so strong. You're not a pirate. You're a paladin, for God's sake, man. You're right. In fact, perhaps I have something that could help us all remember. By the power of the pie. And he casts bless on the three affected members. Nice. They all start. Whenever we make an attack roll or saving throw. Roiling. um, Before the spell ends, the target... We roll a quiver. Uh, yes. Uh, the target can roll a d4 and add the number rolled to the attack or saving throw. Nice. So there you go. Amazing. So the the light of your bless settles over the three of you as you all uh, approach. It has the, a slight um, taste of steak and kidney. Mm. <laughs> Does it have the smell of kid fried kidneys too? And onions. Ooh, lovely. Ooh. Um, it settles over the three of you as you approach the mill. Okay, so you approach the door. I cast light. Uh, a little bit of your light would, wouldn't go astray either, thanks, Lysander. Light bathes the group as you stand together in front of the door and uh, it, it lessens the effect of the, the, um, the reddish light that comes around the edges of the door frame but you can now that you're this close you can you can feel the heat radiating from the mill we smell anything i I smell kidney uh you smell um yeah you smell cooking you smell um the unmistakable smell of cooking pastry Uh, and as it wafts out um that familiar scent yeah um can you hear anything good Smells good. Just the creak of the the veins of the windmill above you. I recognize this smell. It is the smell of my shell. (laughs) It smells delicious. No, that's Barovian single origin pastry. I can smell the wheat. Oui, this is the same. The very same as the one we met in the street who was trying to give us the pies. Wait, oh, oh, sorry. I thought you said it was your smell. And I was like, no, you smell like piss in the sea. That is very kind. Whereas this smells delicious. Why you would smell- you say such beautiful things to me? Yeah, you smell like a seaweed <laughs> rotted out of the carcass of a, of a seagull. I'm sorry. I must, I must insist. I do not wish to welcome this kind of forward procedure oh. <laughs> in a copulation way. I open the door. <laughs> I was going to open the door. <laughs> yeah, my spells are wasting away here. Let's go. You reach up and um, touch the door handle, and it's it's hot to the touch, so much so that your your hand sort of um, immediately springs back. But then you, you grab it and open the door, and it's 
whale oil doesn't creak at all. It opens up, um, and oh, inside you can see the God. the round room ahead of you. Um, and like I said, uh, the Beefmaster ninety thousand takes up a large uh, part of one wall. Um, so. How big's the room, Greg? So the ground floor has been converted into a makeshift kitchen, but the room is filthy. Baskets and old dishware are piled everywhere. Adding, adding to this clutter is a peddler's cart, um, a chicken coop, a heavy wooden trunk, and a pretty wooden cabinet with flowers painted on its doors. Um, in addition, uh, you can see this, uh, there's chickens clucking in the coop, um, and you can hear toads croaking, and the sweet smell of the pastries comes out towards you but as you open the door it um you get this like further burnt smell so the sweet smell of the pastry and this this burnt stench sort of intertwines and burns your nostrils um and the odor comes out of um the the acrid odor comes out of an open upright barrel that sits in the center of the room um but again that the heat from that huge oven um and the door is uh is a square like three feet on each side with a huge um, handle with a wooden grip um, and on the other side uh, a crumbling staircase ascends uh, uh, and up above you hear shrieks and cackles that cause the old mill to shudder Oh, she sounds jolly. <laughs> that one's having a good day. I do not think that the foundations here are very good because they are wobbling from the cackling of that old hag. No buttresses here. It's a shrieking shrack, all right. Ah, oh, fuck that up. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> hey, look, another grave. Still haven't quite found my voice. Let's put grave. it that way. Oh, I've just stepped into my own grave. Uh. <laughs> no, there are, Someone thought it was funny. There are no graves around here. I asked this DM. Yes, yeah, this is, a, this is a, a, the grave of the mind. Okay, so you're all still standing outside the open door. No oh. graves, but plenty of gravy. <laughs> I'm going to walk oh. in. Um... And I'm going to go over to that weird barrel thing that's making the acrid smell, and I'm going to look into it. Wait. Okay. Smells so like... In I go. Uh, inside the barrel is a black ichor, um, and it looks thick and goopy, uh, and it has like a, that uh, oily rainbow sort of sheen on the surface. Oh, look. It's a thick ichor. Um, and as you look into the barrel, you hear um, the shifting of the steps and uh, coming down the steps comes the, the old, ugly old lady. Uh, she's wrapped in a shawl as she shuffles down the steps. Visitors, visitors, we've got the visitors. When you say the ugly old lady, you mean the... Um, yeah, the same one who sold us pies? That's right, yeah. You're right, darling? Um, and she comes down in um, some very uh, dainty purple slippers um, and wrapped in her shawl, uh, her hair uh, sporting a, um, a fine blue rinse. 
Oh, hello. Um, it's it's a pleasure to see you again. We were such fans of the pastry you sold my companion Curly here last time that we thought we'd seek out the source of the 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 fine, fine dish you provided us with. And I'm just wondering, it sounds like you have a, a good time making them, but also who was that crying up there? If you don't oh, mind me asking. The crying, there's me laughing. It's my laugh, my little one, my lovely little one. What? Oh, but just let yourself in. Oh, just let yourself into my house. What manners you have, she says as she walks down and she um, reaches out a, a warty hand and like gently caresses your chest. Uh, oh, I bet come right in. Why don't you make yourself at home? <laughs> I mean, we already did. Thank you. Um, yes, you're a rude little boy, a naughty little man, a naughty green oh, man. Yeah, mate, uh, old lady, What? In that there were some people on a cart just the other outside that said that you do tours. So we thought we just we just visit in the area. We're not from around here. Uh, just 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 checking out the local uh, produce. Fair, the, the pie fair, yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's no. from them that pie fair and that. So can yeah. we just like see the house from like top to bottom or something? As a fellow no, pie connoisseur, love to no see tours, but you can buy a pastry, one gold each, and all the finest dreams that money can buy. It was a delicious pie that I ate the last time. Yep, yeah, I feel it was maybe somewhat cursed or something. Like just no, no. Wait, what? Yes, yeah, come walking into my house and telling me. Yeah, you've been walking into these ones' dreams, is what you've been doing. You're a rude little girl. You're a rudy. How dare you? They said that they do tours. Rude. rude. You're all right, the, mate. Knocked on the wooden frame because he hasn't entered yet. He knocks on the wooden frame of the door and says, uh, excuse me, may I come in? Oh, yes, you're quite nice, but you, you're rude. And her eye begins to bulge and it bulges like quite like grotesquely large, like crazy bulges out as she begins to shriek at you. And as she does, her form takes on like a misty sort of countenance as she steps backwards into the wall and disappears through the wall. Rude. Rude. Oh, it is a manners demon. People don't do that usually. Um, would uh, old mate Hans recognise that to be um, all the hallmarks of a night hag? Yes. Can you all roll initiative for me? Night hog! That wasn't even charming. My egg. What do you say? Initiative. Okay, so who was still outside? No. Just Curly? I don't think anyone was. Curly just came I... in. Yeah. Did you come in, Curly? Yep. Yeah. After after being invited. 17. 7. 22. Oh, nice. 10. 16 for Hans. Jack, you've got a plus two to your AC from the um, Shield of Faith I cast as well. Oh, cool. Did we get that as well? <laughs> nah. <laughs> uh, but we, we've got the extra four uh, D4 to saving throws and attack rolls from uh, Giacomo's Bless. Attack rolls and saving throws, yeah. Okay. Um, so the um, 
the form of the hag disappears back through the wall. Um, all you can see is her uh, face sticking out and her popping bulgy eye uh, as uh, she begins to fade back. Mo, uh, you get the first um, Great. I might actually get the barrel of goo and splash it on her face. Okay, so um, it's 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 a high barrel. It probably comes up to your waist, and, and it's quite full. Are you splashing uh, goo out of the barrel onto her face, or tipping the barrel? Um, I can tip the barrel uh, as and, and sort of like just try and shove it as much of it as I can towards her face. Yeah, awesome. And then rolling like, in it like a wine glass, sloshing. Yeah. To a like I'm gonna slosh her. Can something. I slosh her? I'm gonna like fully slosh her. I'm gonna do a roiling yeah, slosh. You just, just roiling prince slosh that uh, barrel right over. You just ram into it, um, pushing it, and it it rocks a little bit. And then you slam into it a second time uh, with your shoulder and the so the Ica. All right. How rude is this then, Ag? Uh, and the um, the black sticky ichor splashes out and just fills the room with that rancid stench. It's it's really overpowering. And the black ichor, yeah, it's it's gag worthy. And the black ichor like laps at your feet, um, oh. and um, it just splashes uh, th- what seems like through her face and onto the wall. So it doesn't oh. seem to touch her face at all. Oh, Is there anything I've else you wanted to do, Mo? Sticky and nasty. Um, all right well maybe i'll just punch her in the face and see if that does anything <laughs> yeah go for it roll, roll. what am i rolling uh, just an attack roll why is there treacle around my ankles just roll a d20 18 you strike straight and true right where a big bulging eye is, but your fist passes right through it and slams into the wall. You take one hit point of um, fist to fist to wall damage as you punch the wall really hard. What do I? What is it? What do I do? Uh, you take one point of damage. Okay, Curly. Um, <clears throat> Curly. Uh. uh sort of seeing that shit is going down sort of ready like lowers himself closer to the floor um and emerges himself into the ichor on the floor and and starts kind of putting it all over himself like a crab like (laughs) digs down into sand yeah um uh that's gonna go well um, and uh, and and <laughs> does any does he feel anything? Does anything? Yeah, he he feels the the. Is it warm, Ika? Yeah, it's definitely warm. Yeah, oh. he, he's. You can see, like he was previously very cold. Felt the cold of a ghost um, upon his heart, and. And he starts slowly turning warmer. Um, you can all see uh, the warmth rising through his shell as he turns from blue to a deep ochre orange. And um, and he goes, 
Oh, that is so much better. And he sidles over to the witch and says, How do I hit you? You have angered my friends, and I wish to hurt you. (laughs) And Um, doesn't intimidate. Intimidate. Go for go for the intimidate. Thirteen. Yep. Yep. She sounds intimidated. She's having a very good time. That is the laugh of a very intimidated lady who is covered in okay. goo. You are now covered in goo, Curly. Hans. Um Okay, uh, so I am going to use my, um, uh, in terms of, like, actions in turn, in terms of how much stuff you can do, uh, can I recall any kind of weaknesses that maybe this, uh, um, that a night hag would have and then still be able to do like cast a spell or would I just would that be my whole turn you know that right now she's ethereal and um, and that she's uh, naturally resistant to magic it's natural oh. and normal attacks oh cool do we run so she's like resistant to everything <laughs> <Just> run <laughs> Um, oh, so everybody, um, she, uh, is uh, essentially, she does, we can't do shit to her. She can deflect all kinds of attacks and all kinds of magic. She's super, 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 uber bad. Are you suggesting we run? But the treasure, the treasure. Uh, I'm sure there's something we can do. What about probably the, in the nice cabinet, that's my guess. What about the girl, you idiots? Well, it's not in that barrel, is she? There's no remains of small humans. No. I mean, also, the fa- oh, I mean, are you going to have this nightmare's going to end? It's going to end with her. All right, Hans, what are you doing? All right, um, we should go and I'm going to cast uh, Hex, uh, which is bonus action on old mate which uh you place a curse on a creature that you can see within range until that spell ends i do an extra 1d6 necrotic damage to it oh that's a two missed oh gosh (laughs) okay um so you uh in your terror hurl the spell but it, it flies uh wide um, and as it does, uh, her face um, is submerged in the wall and it begins to come back out, her form appearing back inside um, as you look up and you see the forms of two identical hags um, come down from the ceiling. So they're ethereal as well, but they're, um, they're just floating in the air as they float face down through the, the ceiling and down um, towards you, Mission Impossible style. Um, and the, the three emerge and they land and stand uh, on the where the, the barrel has spilled out. They stand in a, a triangular formation and as they do, they, um, they their image flickers and they become... Well, they come back into the material uh, plane oh. of 
existence. Oh God, they're not about to do Macbeth, are they? I hate that shit. <laughs> we just fucked up their cauldron as well. They're going to be pissed off. When shall we three meet again? In thunder, in lightning, or in hold passion? Um, so can... Uh, oh, God, it's the Waterdeep Amateur Dramatic Society all over again. Okay, can... I'm having flashbacks. Can I get wisdom saves from everyone, please? Lucky we get that D4. So, yeah, Jack. Roll an extra D4 to it. I'm gonna need it. 14 is the DC. Four. That's a 10 15. total for me. Oh, wait, no, wait. Yes. I gotta add something. I gotta add something. I got it. I add zero. It's 10. It's just a 1 D20, right? Plus yeah, plus the your wisdom. Plus your wisdom yeah. modifier. Two. Saving throw. It's two. Yes. Saving throw. Okay. What's saving throw? Uh, wisdom. What'd you get, Curly? Uh, it twelve. Won't be twelve. I got I got a one on the on the plus four. Okay, so Curly and Mo are held in place. You feel the magic bind you um, stuck in a single position, um, uh, but uh, Ragyog and uh, Jackamo are able to fight off uh, the magical effects. Um, Hans. Uh, you, uh, having thrown the hex, have drawn uh, the attention of oh, cool. uh, the lead uh, hag. <laughs> um, and uh, she. Which number one it says in the script? I think. Which number one? Yeah. Uh, and she reaches out um, and with a Bit swirl of her hands um, <laughs> says, Here, fishy, fishy, fish. Uh, and uh, the magic coalesces around you and your body begins to crack and morph and move until you are turned into a large carp which flops <laughs> on the ground. Uh, what? Opening and closing its mouth, Hans, uh, gasping for air. Oh, a carp. Yeah, so a fish. I thought you said I, a carp. Like I didn't no, a carp. A, ma a magic carp. <laughs> a magic carp? Yeah. Oh my god, can I evolve into a Gyarados? <laughs> <laughs> so you flop around first, yeah. uh, on oh, the yeah. ground. Um, no damage, though. No damage. Oh. Uh, Giacomo. Just wait, am I in the Ica or on the floor? You're in the Ica on the floor. The Ica lays on top of the can floor. I breathe in the Ica. Giacomo draws a saucepan from his back. He looks towards the three witches. He says, Just one moment while I thank our sponsors. <laughs> DPR is brought to you by the good and generous folk at Patreon. If you want to join up and support Dice Paper Roll, head to patreon.com forward slash dice paper roll. You can join at any level, get access to all sorts of extras, including our private Discord channel. Although, of course, the times are tough. And if you want to support DPR and you don't have much liquidity, well, get in touch because you can join too. Everyone's welcome. Uh, also, if you'd like to share the podcast or write a review, it's also. Very handy. Uh, now, on with my action! 
Get on with it, then. <laughs> <laughs> and Giacomo casts... Hang on, are they... Yeah, Giacomo casts command. Uh, Desist is his one word, command. At, a, at, the, at the lead, which the target must succeed a wisdom saving throw or follow the command on its next turn. The uh, spell save DC is 14. Bit Tim Burton now. Uh, yeah, DC fourteen, you say? Yes. Uh, yep. So the hag uh, fails. Um, so there's a there's a series of different commands you can make, right? Approach, drop, flee, grovel, halt. Um, so is that desist? Is that Flee or grovel or... I guess desist is uh, probably closest to halt. Um, I mean, it depends yeah. how in much interpretation there is. In, I, I guess... In, it, yeah, halt is good. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, the lead hag is held in place and unable to act for the next turn. Okay, now awesome. That, Anything? Yeah, uh, yeah. he... he um, <sighs> he just breathes out. <laughs> kind of this little stretch. All right, next person, go. Uh, Ragyog. Oh boy, uh, Ragyog fires a scorching ray into the lead hag. All three rays. May Lathander's wrath burn you to the hells in which you came from, you foul and disgusting maker of horrible pies. Sick burn. Uh, three rays Amazing. of fire hurl them at targets within range. Uh, so, roll to hit, right? Mm-hmm. Please. Let's see if they get burnt. That is... Hang on, what's my fucking spell attack? Sorry, sorry, sorry. So tell me, Hag, just as a, as a side bit of... Uh... Pie, pie, pie to pie person yeah. uh, conversation. What are you charged for a, a, a hag's pie? Gold piece for a dream oh, yeah, pasty. Yeah, how do you how do you afford to give people dreams as well as pies? I find a gold piece and I can give them a premium oh. pie, but not dreams. People pay for for a hallucinogenic. You would be amazed in Barovia. People need a break. Enough of your lies, foul hag. And I rolled a 21, a 9, and an 18. Two of those uh, connect with okay. the night hag. So uh, it is 2d6 fire damage for each one. Ooh, 8 plus... Five, 13 points of damage. Okay. Um, so the, the lead hag is, uh, is struck by the two. Uh, she's halted in place and then struck by the two uh, scorching rays and they catch on her clothing and she is engulfed um, in, in flame. It, it catches on her, her old dry polyester shawl and uh and and goes up in flame and um the the cheap uh polyester seems to drip away from um from her shawl and little bits of flame drip down onto the ground into the ica um which immediately catches on fire uh, and the floor is 
uh, engulfed Hans, in a woof of flame. Um, Hans flops up and down, and then the smell oh, of oh, like a really nice cooked so fish wait, just starts to emanate. Can I? <laughs> can Rag Yong? <laughs> does it? Do I still have time to run through the ichor as it catches on fire and scoop carp hounds up and not? Uh, cop any attacks of opportunity from the night hags, and if they do, uh, I'll just whack them with Hans the fish. You you would cop a <laughs> you would cop one attack of opportunity. I got to um, do it, and you need to give me a sleight of hand to or a, okay. a, a dexterity check to scoop up that right. uh, that fishy boy. <laughs> I'm so, wriggling, I'm quivering and roiling all over the place. I rolled man. a sixteen on the die, nineteen for my sleight of hand, mm, and my nice. armor class is seventeen. Um, yeah, you you scoop him up um, as the nearest hag uh, lashes out at you with a claw. Ooh, um, and <laughs> I feel like it's bad news. Good news. Bad news. Good news. Bad, bad news. news. Good news. Very bad news. Very bad. Uh, Oh, and she lashes out with a claw, um, scratching uh, with these uh, curly, gnarled um, and dirty fingernails, slashes across your face, Ragyog, four um, scratches. You take eight points of damage as oh, she slashes into your your face. Ouch. Um, and the, you scoop him up as the fire engulfs um, the three hags standing behind you and the, it, all the ichor uh, lights up and, and begins to catch on their clothing uh, and they begin to shriek. Okay. Quick, go for the treasure! And uh, Cloghut so, goes for a look in the nice-looking cabinet <laughs> where all the good china would be. Uh, fuck that, run! Okay. Um, who's, who's in the ichor at the moment? Uh, who's in the ichor? We're all in yeah. the ichor. Yeah. Uh, the hags mostly, but it's sort of moving around the floor towards you. So, Mo, it's your go. Oh, am I not paralyzed? No. Oh, yes. Sorry. Does she yeah. get another save <laughs> or anything? A wisdom saving throw. Yeah, give me another wisdom saving throw. 19. Yes, <laughs> you do get a go. You break free of the hold uh, and you're able to act. Good. <laughs> it's how we graduated drama school too With a wisdom saving throw Then we were able to act <laughs> <laughs> And that's exactly what we said Good, Good. <laughs> Super How helpful. much did that cost me? Good, Good. Sounds lucrative Good. Good. I'm going to use that a lot <laughs> I spent how much to be the colour red? Fuck. Oh. You are the color red right now. Okay. Uh, well, so. curly technically is the color red. Right yeah. Now. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, Mo. What do you? I really don't know what to do. Um, I need to kill that last hag. Uh, yeah. I need to get killing the lead hag's probably a good. Get getting good into news. getting some hag action happening. Uh, <laughs> that hag also has a another enemy within five feet of it. Oh hell yeah. Yeah, which means so, rogy, rogy uh, sneak attack. Means rogue, you get a sneak attack. Bow, bow. Yes, I will. If I will you with a stabby, advantage on the attack, attack too. With bow. the 
with a stab. I draw one of my little daggers from inside my many layers of fabric. It's a really cute little silver dagger with like a pink purpley handle and then like a couple of keychains hanging off the end. Like it's kind of got those fluffy balls and stuff. It just I really like collecting keychains, okay. And this particular dagger is quite you know, it's it's my happy lucky dagger. That's what I call it. All right, happy lucky, let's go to work. And I sneak attack up into the lead hag. Where's that? It's just your normal attack roll. Oh, it's just a normal attack yeah. roll. But you get advantage, so you roll two and take the higher. Two and take the higher. Well, the first one's 24. That'll do. Um, so you strike in uh, with the dagger. So roll your damage. And I mean, you should roll the second one anyway, just in case you get a critical. Yeah. Roll the second one. I'm rolling yeah. it. Yeah. It's 12. <laughs> <laughs> ah. Bow, bow. I hit damage. Bow. Damage is six. Did I roll that once? Yeah. That's it. Do I have to roll? Uh, then you roll two d six for sneak attack. Sorry. You roll an extra two d six for sneak attack damage as well. So you want your di- your d four, I assume, for your dagger. Oh and shit! Sorry, the sneak attack's a different fucking section. Hang on. It's, yeah, yeah. Oh, two of them, two like six sided. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Nine. Yeah. Nice. So you um, you uh, move around the upturned barrel, uh, and as the hags turn to look at Ragyog snatching up um, Fishy Boy, you drive the dagger um, into her uh, her um, just underneath her shoulder blade in her back, uh, and she shrieks. Um, All right, Ag. Again. No more shrieking for you. Well, stop stabbing me! <laughs> you can dash on out of there too. Yeah, you can... Cunning action. Uh, curly. Um, do I do another wisdom saving throw? Yes, please. Oh, fuck. It's fro- can you do my roll for me, Greg? Yeah, sure. It's a plus three. Uh, you got a six, so you are still frozen. Don't give the DM <laughs> Roll. Well, it's it's weird because it just came up and I, it, it like I, and it froze, and now it's saying I got a ten. But so either way, it's a froze. But you're still frozen. Yeah. It, it yeah. told you. It told you what the outcome was going to be. So it, you curly, you strain against the the bounds of the um, the spell that holds you. Is but it, um, oh, I have a question. Would um. Would Step of the Wind get me out of it if I spent a Krill point? And... No, you're, no, you're held. Oh. Um, okay. No, it's it's painfully that you just don't get to do anything. Yeah, uh, you zo- the camera zooms in on Curly's eyes as they twitch sort of back and forth and it goes across to his, uh, to his claws, which are just also kind of twitching and it's very clear that in his head he's doing a mighty battle (laughs) (laughs) 
Even though his eyes are just roiling and quivering slightly. Yeah, that's right. Um, Hans, you remain a slippery fish um, and you have fishy thoughts, but still your own personality, which is nice. Nice to know. Um, But so I can't breathe, right? No, you are suffocating. Okay, cool. I should, I'm just going to quickly look up uh, what the rules are about uh, holding your breath and how long that lasts. Yeah, for. I think so, you get uh, quite a while. Continue. I stroke you and look deep into your eyes and go, it'll be okay, my fishy friend. I go to give you mouth to mouth and then I'm like, oh, no, you don't want air. You want liquid, liquid. Oh, God, where's the liquid? You look into my big beady eyes, it just like wildly moves around, like trying to look anywhere and just nod into your mouth. Okay, so the lead hag is still uh, held in place from um, Giacomo's command and the other two uh, sweep around. The one next to you, Ragyog, reaches forward and tries to uh, grapple the cod out of your... uh, uh, or the carp, I should say, grapple Hans out of your grip. No so. worries. Now, just quickly, I have a feature called warding flare. Now, when I am attacked by a creature within 30 feet that I can see, I can use my reaction to impose disadvantage on the attack roll. Given that they're coming into my space to grapple Hans, yep. can I apply that? Yeah, for sure. Great. So, um, I go... No, the morning lord warded you off and a, a brilliant flash bursts out from my holy symbol and she gets disadvantage on the attack. Um, yeah, she claws at uh, to try and grab uh, Hansa Karp and um, can't get a hold of, of him um, and the flash blinds her as she reaches up to, to cover her eyes. Uh, the other hag... Um, is now on fire and steps around and raises her hands. And as she does, um, there's like a a static electricity starts to gather in the room um, and seems to like spark from the other two witches nearby and then funnel around uh, her and wrap around her arms and build um, as she unleashes a lightning bolt. Can, um, Can I get... Uh, Mo, oh no, Mo, you're you've just attacked the front one. So can I get uh, Giacomo? Yeah, Giacomo and Curly. Can you make a dexterity save for me? Do I? Can I add the four to that? That's right. Yep. Nine for Giacomo. Busy oh, yes. betwixt, betwixt and between going to to the nice cabinet to look for the treasure and attacking the witches again and kind of forward and back and forward and back and doesn't dodge um, the lightning. That's a 14. Um, uh, you Sorry, you automatically fail, fail dexterity saving throws because you held. Sorry, didn't sorry, hear Jack. that, Greg. Yeah. Sorry, you automatically fail dexterity checks um, because you're held, Jack. Sick. Um, That's just great. Like, <laughs> so happy about Why that. Why didn't brother making it? Yeah. Cruelty, Lauren. Yeah, cruelty. just just straight up cruelty, yeah. not absent-mindedness, just cruelty. Um, <laughs> so uh, the electricity uh, arcs forward um, from her hands uh, and crackles around the two of you, uh, dealing f- 
dealing 14 points uh, of electricity damage. Oh, um, racking your bodies as you fall to the ground. Oh, are you, does that bring you to zero, Giacomo? How many points, sorry? 14. Yep. Yeah, what did, shit. Hang on. The electric, so the electricity crackles around you as you drop to the ground. Ah! Okay. And he passes out from the pain. Giacomo, can you give me a death save, please? Yes. Do I get to add the d4 to that? Yes. Uh, no, okay. you just roll a 20. And it's a three. High or low. That's a fail, so mark one down, one failure on your death saves. Um, Kelly's also... Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. Uh, Ragyog. Uh, but... Uh, but... I got a 13 on my death save. Is that a failure or a... No, that's, that's a pass. A pass. Ragyog. Uh, okay, so Ragyog is going to cast... Ooh, uh, I'm going to heal. So I will cast Spare the Dying on... Um, uh, on Crabman, which is a... Oh, wait, that's an action. Fuck, sorry. My spells have just frozen on me. No. Why have they disappeared? All my spells have disappeared. <laughs> Fuck. The flames crackle <laughs> in the base of the mill uh, and the, the room is lit uh, by the firelight and the, the, crackling, uh, the, uh, the crackling of the fire and the cackling <laughs> of the hags uh, fills your ears. Um, the, the discharge of electricity has added a, a smell of ozone uh, to the air as Ragyog uh, scrambles around uh, <laughs> looking for one of his spells in a panic uh, as, uh, as uh, Giacomo and Curly uh, lay dying on the ground. Curly's actually um, just frozen in his spot in sort of a kind of a rigor mortis. Happens to crabs, I guess. Were you well, doing what I, I think, think you were a, doing, Greg? Yeah. yeah, I think that's a really good point to uh, end today's game. Yeah, uh, today's episode. So, uh, uh, yeah, that's a good one. Says the DM. <laughs> that's a good one. Should not have gone into this building, guys. I, I fucking told you. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs>